Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game, and this week it was my turn. We delved into the new Apple Arcade, the riches, the wonder, the... The numerous, numerous oodles and oodles of games. The overwhelming Seamless choice. Amounts. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many. And we chose Grindstone by Capybara Games. Was it just, Capybara Games. Was it just Capy? Yeah. It's Capybara Games, but then on the logo, it says Cappy. That's what tripped me up. Yes. Yep. Hello, Cappy. Which is confusing, because when you try to search for it, it shows this, like, rando flash game site that's pure garbage. That's <laughs> also called Cappy Games. But yeah, Cappy, Capybara Games. They're a can- Canadian-based, or Canada-based game studio. And they have done some games that I've not heard of, but you have. As the Critter Crunch. Game professional here, Yes. Critter Crunch being one of them, and then I think there's like a, a puzzle quest, Clash of Heroes, which was excellent. Um, yeah, so they're all, lots more. They're mostly puzzle, puzzle-based games. Um, I would say so. Uh, they, yeah, one of them is sort of like a click and point adventure that was really in- interesting, called Sword and Something, um, that got like a lot of awards. Sword uh, excellent and sorcery. Soundtrack. Yes. I just read that. I don't actually know. (laughs) Because if I read you the description, we will find out more. Grindstone is a game of sword-slashing puzzle battles from the award-winning creators of Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery EP, Might and Magic, Clash of Heroes, and Critter Crunch. Grindstone Mountain is overrun with vicious, capital C, creeps. Oh no. (laughs) Slay your way up its treacherous peak where fortune, glory, and death awaits. It'll take sharp puzzle skills and even sharper blades to cleave your way through the swarms of bloodthirsty uppercase critters dwelling within grindstone's dungeons. So you're going up a mountain, but also dungeons? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I shan't quibble. Battle bosses, loot resources, discover long lost blueprints for powerful gear, all while cleaving the innards from your deadly foes. Lovely. 150 levels of intense buzzling... 150 levels of intense puzzle-battling madness. Or exclamation mark. buzzling. Buzzling. Yep, that's the new word I've decided. It's a buzzling madness game. That is, Grindstone, a puzzle-battle splatterfest. That's, I think the description is super accurate. Everything you mentioned, I feel like I've noticed within the game. So how would you describe this game rather than just saying it's a sword slashing uh, puzzle, 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 battle, sword slashing puzzle battle, battle, puzzle, 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 battle. If we get down to it, it's a match three game. It's actually not a match three game. Oh, I think it is. It's more like two dots, which I I don't think two dots is a match three game. I think the genre is similar. I, I do know what you're saying. There are some sort of minor details in actually how you match. It's more mm-hmm. like connecting the dots. If you've played your Bejeweled Blitz or your things, you are sort of matching colors to make chains and the longer the chain, the more you get rewarded. Think about two dots, but then uh, the element that you're moving around with your finger in two dots is actually your character, the character that you represent in the game. And it adds like a RPG element uh, to it. So you can upgrade your person by collecting the gems that you get along the way. 
you can also um, have some faults. So in like something like two dots, like if you run out of moves, like, you know, the, the, the map resets or like you have to reset game the map. Over, man. Whoop, whoop, whoop. But then, <laughs> but then in this game, uh, you have uh, three hit points, which you can go back to the beginning of the map, which is called the inn. You can then drink some potions that allows you to regain your hearts and then venture on forth and to mount grindstone to to collect more things that improves your character. So it is match three, but there's a bunch of clever stuff put on top to kind of elevate it beyond your your standard experience. It's very much a puzzle game uh, with a nice RPG twist that allows you to really, you know, dig in. There's some like really, really good like tactical stuff that's put in there as well. Yeah, so in addition to just matching the dots, or in this case, creeps, uh, there is then additional tactics you can use to try and complete a level you'll have a you'll have a goal uh to say you know slash this many creeps or later in levels you get bosses that have to be defeated and you need to create a certain length chain before you can attack them right because every link chain that you get it sort of builds up your strength like and think of it as like a, a momentum strength thing where like the more that you line up together, the the stronger your hit will be. Right, which and actually logically does not make sense. I think <laughs> I was expecting like at some point you run out of energy. Right. <laughs> you know, if you don't think about it too hard. But yeah, you're right. Like the the more creeps you crunch, mm-hmm. the more power you get. So essentially yes, exactly. you're stealing their power. So basically like all the dots in like a like a two dots game are essentially little critters that have certain colors and the colors will match up in some certain way. You can pick your way diagonally up or down to create a long chain. And then every once in a while, there will be one creep that's like has five hit points or like 10 hit points. And so you got to line up five or 10 of these little creeps of the same color. And then when you finally reach that bigger creep, um, you have to make sure that you've lined up at least the amount that's noted there. So if it's like five, you have to get five little creeps first and sometimes even of the same color uh, to then uh, destroy the bigger creep. And there's some nice extra mechanics as well. Once you've achieved the target for that level, the exit unlocks and then if you want, you can then just maneuver your way to the exits and move on to the next level. But there are often additional prizes to be gained by Mm -hmm. once you have hit that target a treasure chest appears and a certain creep will be having has the key to unlock the heart your heart (laughs) so you can then decide you can then decide to carry on playing uh to get the chest or sometimes certain creeps have crowns and you can steal those to gather resources which would then you can use to craft additional weapons but The strategy here that you have to weigh up in your mind, the longer you play, the more uh, perilous, the more perilous your journey, because some creeps become mad and start fighting back. Right. And so the creeps will only attack adjacent, like up, down, left and right to their spot. But then if you land on any one of these spots where next door, like the creep is angry, uh, it it will hit you. And so... You have to sort of calculate your moves on where these angry critters would be uh, and where you might end up. So the longer you stay 
And the more of these critters are around you, you're going to get more chances of getting your hit points taken off. And so it, it adds this like really nice little tactical element that I was very tickled by. <laughs> Grinded, yes. but no, no. <laughs> so we know your propensity for having to get everything five star rating on every level. Right. <laughs> How did you feel about this? I mean, sometimes, uh, most of the time, like I did try to complete everything out, but that made it challenging in a good way. It didn't feel like I had to get it just for the sake of getting uh, the least amount of moves, right? And you staying in there longer doesn't really make it feel like um, like you're doing something wrong. It makes it feel like you're actually taking a risk to do these things. It just doesn't feel like you're doing it for the sake of doing it. Whereas like a lot of these puzzle games where you have to get three stars, there's no rhyme and reason. You just have to try and get the least amount of moves possible, which seems like a very arbitrary task. But because this actually leads up to a good reward of you being able to get more items later, I felt that was like a pretty equal trade-off. But having said that, I only I only um, had to complete like a few of them. And some of them like I was completely fine with just letting go. It's funny you should mention moves because in this game... You can take as many moves as you like. There is, there's no limit on the number of moves you can make. There's also no... Um, there's no timer. There's no timer. It's all very turn-based, which is delightful right. if you're playing uh, in a, say, a subway-type environment. Mm. Um, yeah, and the other thing is that like, there kind of is a timer, but it's done so well where it's just like the little critters getting angry. Oh, good point. Yeah. Right? Right, and it so it, it adds into like the tactics of it. Yeah, the angrier they get, the more you might get, uh, you might lose your what? hearts and then you lose all the delicious gold and treasures you've been collecting. Right. Uh, Sam, how far did you get out of the advertised 150 levels? So I finished out the first section, which I think were like the, the, the road up to the mountain and into the cave. Um, I reached the this green meadow section, which is starts at level sixteen. Nice. Uh, I'm on fifteen. I'm oh, on, I'm so stuck. you're right at the the boss. Yeah, that pesky boss. Right, and I thought that was like such a nice touch. And it's really only thing that I feel a real game company would make because one, it's like really hard to determine these bosses and like how they play, and the way that you fight the boss is completely different from the way like the normal puzzles are set up. I was confused for a while because right. your little he- your helpful, friendly critter who pops in to tell you things does it once and then buggers off. <laughs> and exactly. I, could notice, I was like, "Oh wait, I really should have read that." What does it say? What does it say again to do here? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, exactly. And it taps away so easily. Right. And not only that, like it's like white text on a light gray box. Think <laughs> <laughs> so of be paying attention. So- Exactly. It's really hard to read. That'd be one of my really like minor UX issues of this game, which yeah. I know you probably have more, but like it's that all the little helpful tutorials, which come out at a really decent way, um, it's spread out pretty well and it doesn't really bug you. Yeah. Uh, is that it's written with white text on a light gray background. So very low contrast and hard to read. So if you get to level 15 and are confused about how to beat the boss, what you need to do after many attempts and failures here, you need to shove the bombs that the boss is throwing down on you. You kind of like shuffle, need to shuffleboard them back into his, well, orifice. Hole. 
<laughs> yeah. But then the really interesting thing is that the angle that you're coming from matters. So you need to build a chain, one, to be able to push it uh, at an enough distance. Right. The l- length of the chain corresponds to how far you'll push the bomb. Essentially, you're right. playing snooker. <laughs> you're... <laughs> Grind snooker. Which is what I, I'm like, oh, put that put in those terms. Now I understand. <laughs> if get Where's pocket, that tutorial? Yeah. <laughs> but even knowing that, it is still difficult because I found that I couldn't get a long enough chain of creeps because all their colors are all the wrong colors. So I can't chain them together. And then the bombs fall in the wrong place. So I think this is one level that sort of butts up against one of your complaints I have now with a match three, which is you completing the level is essentially chance-based. If the creeps fall in the right color patterns for you to win, then you win. If you don't, if you, if you get like a bad draw, there's not really much you can do about that level. And you're just going to have to... Redo it, redo start it. over. Yeah. Yeah. I did feel like... Um, I, I did feel for this game, that was less of an issue for me. And I normally found patterns that I was able to establish and like craft along the way. How long were so, you stuck? Were you stuck on level 15 for a while? Oh, no, I did it the first go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) My experience was like, that was quite jarring in that I had pretty much done it every level in the first go up until that point. And then suddenly I hit the big bad boss and And I've got four or five attempts now and I am still no further up the mountain. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it is. It is kind of using the same mechanics, but a completely different style of gameplay. Yeah. Um, but I, I, lo- I loved it that they had that there because I foresee the, the bosses of the different sections having slightly different mechanics. Um, or that's what I expect anyway. Well, but yeah, it was really nice to see. Yeah. Let's get to the three by threes. Three things good and three things bad. So this time around, rather than just saying our stating our personal preferences of the games, that, of the, the things that we found good and things that we found bad, we thought it would be really useful to, to base it around whether or not you'd find this game uh, with elements that you might like. Does that mean we need a new theme song for 3x3s? Seven days to you might play. <laughs> I'll start us off. Please. So you would like this game if you liked uh, a puzzle-based game that has like a touch of more real tactics uh, with like really interesting elements. Yeah. Yeah, I think they did a great job of taking a simple premise of like games you've played already, but then adding some clever twists to it. Right. So if you like games like Two Dot, but you're up for, you know, thinking a little bit more about um, how things fall and where you might be able to go, uh, I think this might be right up your alley. Yeah, totally agree. And the right up your grindstone. (laughs) And then the addition of um, finding finding blueprints for better weapons and then finding the ingredients to craft ingredients sure ingredients finding the ingredients to craft uh then also tactically deploying power-ups at the right time during the game just adds this extra level of depth which you just don't get really in uh a bunch of the other games like this Mm -hmm. yeah and if you're really interested in dabbing a little into the the more rpg elements of you know, knowing when to use a certain weapon versus like knowing when to block and then like upgrading your armor just a little bit, just enough for a puzzle game. Like this definitely has it. Uh, and it, and it works well and it still works well as a casual game, but having those elements is definitely a bonus. 
My next good point. If you like high quality Cartoon Network style animation and drawings,、uh, I think this has it in spades. Like this,、uh, I was so impressed by the main character's rage and animation as he like goes through killing all the critters. So even like when you get the,、uh, go to the, the, I think it was called like the Wolf Head Lodge or something like that, the Wolf Heads Inn, where you go back to, to build more items or like to, to replenish your health. Um, the animations of like the shopkeepers was so well done. Like the way the guy like swings his sword or like swings his dagger and like picks his teeth with it is just so well done. <laughs> so, like the bartender, like, you know, cleaning the glass with the towel and filling up your drink. It's just like really delightful little touches. Yeah, I appreciated how, you know, the creeps, when they know they're in your path of destruction, they start shaking and looking scared. <laughs> right. They look really, they look absolutely horrified <laughs> that you're coming. And then your character, you play as Jory. He's、right. all mad and ready to go. <laughs> He's just so angry. And it's just so well done the way they animated him. Agreed.、Uh, and there's like this really nice little animation for when you kill someone with a crown.、Mm, one of the tougher creeps. Yep. And then at the end of the level, the, the, the little creep with the crown plops down in front of your screen and you tap him repeatedly and it sort of punches him on the face, like repeatedly. And I don't know, there's just something so satisfying about that. Should we go to the bad points? On to the bad points. You probably won't like this game if you like quick load times. A, it's a little slow to start anyway. But if you do not have a network connection, I would find I would just get stuck on that grindstone title card with a star. With a star, and I could do nothing. Right. Very frustrating. Yeah, I only got that a few times, surprisingly,、uh, unlike my Mario Kart. Sessions. <laughs> right. But I was, I was surprised why this would need an internet connection. Yeah,、uh, agreed. So, some, or maybe it's syncing between the, the Apple Arcade stuff. That's true.、Right? Maybe Apple Arcade requires, I don't know, for like copy protection or for like digital copyrights.、Um, or even syncing across devices because that's their like big thing, right? To make sure the progress that you played on your iPad matches up with the progress on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still frustrating. I think it's, yeah, yes. It But even with the load times,、um, the way that that Apple Arcade logo shows up is so slow. Like, I wish that wasn't a requirement for Apple Arcade games. Yeah, it's like a Game Center popping up again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I thought we But it's now the Apple、Center. Arcade logo、yeah. and Game Center popping up. <laughs> like a double whammy. At least you don't get that awful balloon animation slowly floating in. <laughs> you know, in addition to that, like even getting to the next level, like you don't get plopped down in your most recent level. You get plopped down right at the base of the mountain and you need to kind of scroll up to start playing. There's, again. A, little, there's a little jory head that you can tap on top of your screen、oh. that zooms you up. Okay, gotcha. Yep, I see. Seems unnecessary <laughs> now, though. Thank you for pointing it out. <laughs> But I, yeah, I was doing the same thing too until I found the little jory head. I was scrolling up and I was like, okay, is this going to be a thing where I have to scroll up all the time? And then I found the Jory head and I was like, okay, they thought of it.、Yep. But it does seem like an afterthought. You know, if we're just going on with the minor UI quirks, going to the inn to craft weapons or to replenish your health, just, just a little, it doesn't feel too snappy. It kind of、mm. fades in nicely and you get the animation and stuff like that. Which right. Yeah. Is fine. But I'm, you know, me, I'm a gamer on the go. You have, to, you have to get it snappy like.、Yes. You're, you're on the move. You can't have waiting times and transitions. Right. But yeah, going from the level back, back to the inn, back to go see what items I can craft or go back.、Mm. 
just felt a little slow and cumbersome. I know grind is literally in the title, but still. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just fulfilling their promises. <laughs> yeah, so if, you, if you're looking for something that has more of a story... And in the beginning, it kind of promises it with like a nice little comic yeah. animation. Which you do get to see every time. Up. Exactly. That's another thing. <laughs> but really, as you start to play the game, like they're really, that, that narrative sort of drops off. Um, at least I was hoping that when you beat the boss, there would be some sort of animatic or something like that that sort of carries the story forward in some way. But I was sort of missing it. Like, I, I think it could use it a little bit. And those would be like nice little moments to have it, especially after you've spent five tries killing the boss. So you don't actually get more, more story after, after the boss. Okay. Okay. But maybe when you get to the 149th level. Maybe. Maybe. You might like this game if you're sensitive to some UI quirks. I would often find that having to create the chain of creeps was fiddly especially i mean this is like the age-old touch problem of you know Mm. when you touch with the whole touch you are you're touching the thing that you're looking at and your big fat finger then obscures what it is you've just touched so trying to create a chain especially because sometimes they're fiddly you want to go diagonal and down and to create like the longest chain you can Uh, i would often have to stop retap and then start the chain again to see oh wait which creep have i selected you know the nice thing is it doesn't automatically start uh, chopping up the bad guys. Right. When you, you have to press off, a go button, which I really like. That was yeah. a great UI choice, but yeah, to drag your finger around, I just didn't have that precision. And sometimes I need to stop and then just make sure I've selected the people I wanted to, the creeps that I wanted yeah, to. That's totally true. Um, and then I found out that you don't necessarily have to drag your finger all across. You can just tap on the consecutive ones. Mm, nice. Um, yeah, that's a good good hint. Yeah, good so hint. that Top definitely helped me. Sam. But but initially, I think for like the first ten levels or so, that's exactly what I did, and I did the same thing that you did, which was you know sort of like peeking around my finger to see the screen. Right, kind of I found that to be super at, cumbersome. At right. Yeah. <laughs> and while we're on just little UI things, there are a bunch of buttons that don't really look like buttons to start a level. Mm. You tap on the level, and then I'd be baffled as to how I actually play the level. But there's a little gold shield that doesn't really look buttony to my right. eyes. And then you have to tap that. So yeah, just yeah. Uh, little quirks. Did not detract from the enjoyment of the game, but some little things here and there that I... I think you're right. I, I think sometimes there might be a little bit too much stylistic choices that really adds to the atmosphere of the game, but doesn't really help in terms of it being a, you know, a UI touch experience, right? Which it needs to do as well. Sam, what is your final seven-day rating? Seven days. Whoa. This is, uh, yeah, I, I ended up playing it every day. Um, not only, but like, not only did it have like a great experience for me of, you know, this really juicy, delicious critter crunching or critter, <laughs> you know, smashing gameplay. Um, it kept me really interested all throughout. Like there were always little things that they introduced in levels that weren't there in the previous levels, at least for like this first section of the map. And then by the time I got to the boss, I was just really tickled by the whole experience. And overall, like, yeah, it's a good seven days. It's not like I didn't feel dirty about playing the seven days. This is a genuinely good seven days. So great choice, Edwin. Uh, We can thank Scott user experience for this. It was his suggestion. (laughs) But yeah, thank you, Scott, because it's that rare thing. Double seven 
on seven days to play because I also have seven days. Wow. And I'm going to keep on playing because I need to beat this dang boss. Yeah, me too. I'm going to keep going because this is, uh, I, I can't wait to see what the next boss is like. I'll wait to see what you do with this game. Overall, I found very few problems with it or like once, once I encountered a problem, I was able to realize like I was do things a little bit differently and find out that they had thought of some of the solutions for it. Like, you know, the, the jewelry head and the, the dragging of your finger. So I was really delighted by this whole experience. Like it's a, it's a lovely game. Sam, it falls to you to select our next game. So because you've chosen an Apple Arcade game and I didn't get to select an Apple Arcade game, I thought it would be only fair for me to select another Apple Arcade game. Apologies to Android users or people who don't want to pay, pay five bucks a month, but you do get Sorry. a free month. Yeah, just listen, listen. And, you know, maybe this next game is really bad and you'll be like, ha, 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 serve those iOS users right for this <laughs> Apple Arcade shenanigan. Edwin, you have seven days to play. What the golf from Apple Arcade? We're going back to golf, folks. Oh, I'm down for this. Slightly different. I'm just going to read you the tagline because we're going to read the full description of the game later. The game is called What the Golf? Question mark. Golf for people who hate golf. Oh, great. What about golf for people who like golf? Mm, we'll I think you out. can still enjoy this. Yeah, we'll find out in seven days. It's a golf game. I'm down. I figure we haven't had a golf game in a while. You know, you're probably wondering where all this, where all the golf games have gone, which is my favorite song from Peter, Paul, and Mary. <laughs> 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 great i love a golf game i'm down then before we go do you have a thing of the week i do have a thing of the week um i have been playing a game on switch called fire emblem three houses fire emblem three houses it's the latest of the fire emblem series with a twist that the game has never done before um never before seen in fire emblem right it's like there's lots of interpersonal drama so think about it this way um you are a warrior but you all of a sudden uh are assigned to be a professor in this school a warrior professor professor right. of warrioring and you're assigned to a house and you have to pick a house to which you have to teach your students so it's like harry potter meets Xena warrior princess and you build relationships with your students but at the same time go on really tactical battles with them as well it's really good it's so good um and i'm getting really into it i think i've put like maybe 30 hours into the game which is crazy in addition to uh grinding the stone impressive yeah it's a lot of grinding uh, i need to buy a switch don't i really this is what i, I think you do yeah hmm yeah, okay. I think I think it's going to it's going to be the console that really allows you to discover how to play on a controller. <laughs> yeah, you were kind enough to lend me a PS4 controller so I could try it out on my iPad, but I have yet right. to set it up because oh. my week has been a little busy. So. <laughs> okay. But I'll report next week. That's, that's forgiven. Cool. Um yeah, I have a thing of the week. Have you heard of Four Weddings and a Funeral, Sam? Uh the Richard Curtis classic? Partially, Hugh Grant's yes. masterpiece. Yes. Well, they have made a TV show. Mm. Loosely based on some ideas. Not characters, but some ideas are based on that show. They've kind of taken like, it's like a Richard Curtis homage because there's mm. sort of scenes from everyone's favorite movie, Love Actually. <laughs> oh, excellent. 
Um, and there's a bunch of like, if you know Richard Curtis's movies, there's a bunch of little Easter eggs and stuff in there. Um, this is created though by your favorite comedian and mine, Mindy Calling. Mm. So excellent. Which, she is a talented writer. Yeah, I was all about the Mindy Project, uh, which I really enjoyed. It, the sense of humor just kind of works for me. Like it's a little <laughs> sappy. It's a little what's the word? You're describing Richard Curtis, mainstream yeah. or commercial, but in like a fun way. Um, I've munched through the first five episodes uh, out of ten. It's available on Hulu right now. Um, It's definitely worth a watch if that kind of thing appeals to you. Yeah, I think think I'm going to... Yeah. (laughs) I think it definitely is. Like, there's lots of things there that's really lining up. (laughs) Even the Hulu part. I recently signed up for Hulu. Ah, congrats. Because I wanted to watch Letter Kenny. Is that an Irish rock band? you, You would think so, but it's not. It's a Canadian... Uh, comedy show about like rural Canada. And that was what hooked you into paying for Hulu. <laughs> I'm impressed. It's only available on Hulu. Yeah. So uh, and they got me. The exclusive strategy yep. is working. Well, thank you, Sam. We have seven days to play that game you mentioned. What the golf? That's the one. How can I it forget seems like game? this is a perfect game for you. I, I'm looking forward to your reactions. <laughs> Join us in seven days to listen to what we think of What to Golf and tweet us your gaming suggestions at Seven Days to Play. And we'll see you next week. Seven Days to Play! Seven Days to Play!